Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide. The heartbeat of Saskatchewan is agriculture, and 620 CKRM is proud to be your voice for everything ag. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with your host, Ryan Young. Good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, and it's brought to you by Mendeco. Talk to your Mendeco dealer or visit mendeco.com to learn more about Mendeco land rollers and tillage equipment. And brought to you by the UFA Cooperative, now open in Yorkton and Weyburn. UFA is the exclusive distributor of Dieselex Gold, premium fuel that improves power and saves you money. Today, the merger deal between Bungie and Viterra has been signed, sealed, and delivered, and will have reaction to the deal. An ag trade office has been established in the Philippines to the delight of the Canadian Cattle Association, and the latest look at the grain, oil, seed, and pulse markets. The farm weather is in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour. This is Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Ryan Young. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Johnston's Grain, your first and last stop for grain pricing and crop protection, and Municipal Hail Insurance, farmers insuring farmers. See municipalhail.ca. The big deal to merge has been signed between Bungie Limited and Viterra. Viterra is owned by Glencore, the Canada Pension Plan Investment Board, and BC Investment Management Corporation. Jim Smolik, a stakeholder relations person with the Western Canadian Wheat Growers Association, says the deal shows the reality of businesses having to increase in size in order to meet demand. This is, uh, I guess, uh, sees where you know they see where there's a, an advantage or a, you know benefit to uh, to the merger uh, right now. Um, you know, one of the things that from our members' perspective is is going to be, um, you know, to ensure that um, you know there isn't a, a loss of competition. Uh, we're hoping, you know, I mean, obviously things have to go through the competition bureau. Uh, so if we we don't want to see a loss of competition and uh, you know and you know a situation like that, which we all know that they have reasonable holdings in in port positions uh, and uh, Bungie being part of G3, uh, I'm sure that there'll have to be some uh, divestation of you know either country or or terminal positions or, or out of uh, Bungie may have to exit G3 uh, totally. We don't like. I mean, this is all going to have to be determined. The companies say the deal will create a global agribusiness company well-positioned to meet the demands of complex markets and better serve farmers and customers. Smolik says other than possible changes to the name and ownership of facilities, it's hard to say how this will exactly impact the ag industry. The facilities, we don't, you know, we don't perceive the facilities are not going to go away. Uh, they may change name or they may change ownerships. Uh, but I mean, uh, when you, you know, when they uh, do a deal like this, they're they're looking at, um, you know, they'll continue to look at, you know, what's their best advantage in Canada uh, to, you know, to provide the service for the uh, for the uh, industry because obviously they need the, the producers, uh, you know, to be, uh, uh, to, you know, to be a viable uh, organization in Canada. So. So they're going to, uh, you know, obviously, um, you know, kind of continue to work to 
provide you know a level of service again we just want to make sure that uh, that there is good competition for producers he adds the devil is in the details so the competition bureau is going to have to look at uh, the competitive nature of, of this merger and they they may uh, look at the requesting that the certain facilities might have to be sold or divested of or or, you know, it's, it's all going to be up to the Competition Bureau at this point right now uh, to what happens within Canada. Uh, there'll be other competitive things that, they, that are going to be looked at outside of Canada as well. But, uh, you know, and this has happened in the past. Uh, you know, when Viterra uh, became Viterra, uh, there, again, there was, there was a look at, you know, what would they have to do to be able to finish the merger? Under the terms of the agreement, Viterra's shareholders will receive 65.6 million Bungie shares, valued at a total of about $6.2 billion and about $2 billion in cash. Bungie will also assume $9.8 billion of Viterra debt. Viterra shareholders will own 30% of the combined company on a fully diluted basis when the deal closes, and about 33% after completion of a planned $2 billion share repurchase plan by Bungie. The combined company will be led by Bungie Chief Executive Greg Heckman and Bungie Chief Financial Officer John Neppel, while Viterra Chief Executive David Mandeski will become Co-Chief Operating Officer. Back to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM. This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Prairie 6-Inch. For Prairie 6-Inch eaves trough, size matters. So see Prairie 6-Inch eaves trough, your farm shop specialist. PrairieEavesTrough.ca The Canadian Cattle Association is welcoming the creation of the first Indo-Pacific Agriculture and Agri-Food Office in Manila, Philippines. The office will be used by Agriculture and Agri-Food Canada and the Canadian Food Inspection Agency. In a news release, the CCA says the office will offer technical expertise, support to Canadian exporters in the region, and a stronger diplomatic presence to bolster growth of exports. President of the Canadian Cattle Association, Nathan Finney, says this is something that they and the Canadian Agri-Food Trade Alliance push the federal government to do. One of those areas that we see is going to be our next high-value areas to do trade in is in the Asian market. Yeah, absolutely. The potential, from what I hear, is definitely there in the uh, Indo-Pacific region, especially in the Philippines as well. Yeah, the Philippines, you know, we've, we had about 5 million in trade in 2020 and grew that to 13 million in 2022. But to look at a couple others, you know, we have Japan over there that we've reached nearly half a billion dollars in 2022. And then, you know, Vietnam is another one that's a fast-growing market, going from 8 million in 2019 to 129 million in 2022. So, I mean, the whole area is, is exciting for us and the potential for growth there is endless for Canadian beef. And I'm sure with talking with members and other cattle producers, uh, they're pretty excited with this news or welcome the news? Yeah, it's one of those deals that it's only going to, going to grow. And when we put it in the basket of trade options that we have, the diversity in trade is, you know, we've, we've mentioned here before on different topics is essential to our success and growth. So, you know, finding those values and, and different diverse markets is essential to, to what we're doing, you know, and, and 40% of every head that, you know, that is processed in Canada goes to exports. So it's, it's massive for what, what we're doing. 
Yeah, absolutely. And uh, one more question for me, I guess, uh, you know, just in terms of like a long-term outlook, uh, there's obviously one trade office in Manila now. Uh, can you maybe foresee uh, potentially other trade offices uh, elsewhere in the world? Yeah, we would like to see it. I mean, it's a start. And I think, you know, we recognize some of our trusted trading partners, you know, through thick and thin, Japan has, has been there with us, you know, so then that's an emerging market. You know, Vietnam's another one that's another emerging market, um, quite solid, and, and we've got our eyes on South Korea. So, you know, the potential is there. That's that's where our focus is on. Obviously, we're not walking away from, from our trading partners that we have, you know, in the U.S. is still our, our biggest trading partner and, and other places around the world. But, you know, for us, it's concentrating on these value markets as opposed to just dumping a bunch of supply out there. And, you know, that's that's one thing that we're we're really focused and, and honed in on is getting these, these high value markets for our product. And uh, one more point, too, that uh, just came to my mind, uh, you know, this comes at a time when uh, Canada is getting rid of like you know bse era restrictions that uh it had on with other countries in uh years past and you know getting i guess accredited for the lack of a better term when it comes to this sort of thing so really comes at a really good time yeah i know it is and i mean the big there was a big step with japan opening back up to to grind and and processed and you know that goes leaps and bounds with with us what we're trying to do and showing that they've got the confidence in our food safety systems and in our Canadian product. And, you know, we were hoping that others were just going to continue to follow suit and, and, you know, the work is being done and hopefully, you know, some of these few of these few technical barriers can get cleaned up and, and um, yeah, it'll be free trade wide open for us. That's Nathan Finney, president of the Canadian Cattle Association reacting to Canada opening an agricultural trade office in Manila, Philippines. You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Ryan Young. Now today's Ag Review with Doug Falconer of GX94, brought to you by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamps Integra Tire in Grenfell, your locally owned Integra Tire dealers. U.S. company Bungie Limited has signed a deal to merge with Viterra Limited, which is owned by Glencore, the Canada Pension Plan Investment Board, and BC Investment Management Corporation. The companies say the deal will create a global agribusiness company well positioned to meet the demands of complex markets and better serve farmers and customers. Under the terms of the agreement, Viterra's shareholders will receive 65.6 million Bungie shares, valued at a total of about $6.2 billion and about $2 billion U.S. dollars in cash. Bungie will also assume $9.8 billion U.S. of Viterra debt. Viterra shareholders will own 30% of the combined company on a fully diluted basis when the deal closes, and about 33% after completion of a planned $2 billion U.S. share repurchase plan by Bungie. The speculative short position in canola grew to its largest level in nearly three months in early June, as investors covered longs and put on more bearish bets. That's according to the latest Commitments of Traders report from the U.S. Commodity Futures Trading Commission. As of last Tuesday, the net managed money short position in canola futures came in at 63,568 contracts, an increase of about 9,500 contracts from the previous week. 
Open interest in the canola market came in at 253,542 contracts, down by 8,830 contracts from the previous week. At the Chicago Board of Trade, fund traders were holding a net long of about 14,000 contracts in soybeans, which was up by about 12,000 from the previous week. According to the latest drought monitor report from Agriculture and Agri-Food Canada, warm and dry conditions across much of the prairies in May caused drought conditions to worsen, especially in Alberta. As of May 31st, an estimated 79% of the prairie region was classified as abnormally dry or in moderate to extreme drought, including 82% of the region's agricultural landscape. That compares with 65% in the abnormally dry to severe drought range the previous month, when 78% of the agricultural land was impacted. By the end of May, an estimated 9% of the prairies was dealing with severe to extreme drought, up from 4% at the end of April. More than 7,000 workers who load and unload cargo at ports along B.C.'s coast have voted overwhelmingly in favour of job action. Members of the International Longshore and Warehouse Union voted Friday and Saturday, and their union says the result is a 99.2% strike mandate. Talks are continuing in both the union and the Maritime Employers Association, which represents 49 private sector employees at more than 30 B.C. ports, have agreed that June 24th is the earliest any strike or lockout could occur. Trade analysts say they are concerned that any labor dispute could further disrupt supply chains and undermine the economy. Lengthy delays last year to unload container ships at the Port of Vancouver has resulted in a drastically low grade on the latest global ranking of efficiently run harbors. The World Bank and S&P Global Market Intelligence ranking of 348 ports shoves the Port of Vancouver to second to last spot just ahead of Savannah, Georgia, and five lower than Prince Rupert, which ranks 342nd. The study uses vessel wait times as an indicator of overall efficiency, and an official with the Vancouver Fraser Port Authority says a surge in consumer demand flooded North American West Coast ports in 2021 and 2022, although congestion has since eased. The glut, which was made worse by a lack of storage space at distribution hubs, meant cargo ships in Vancouver waited an average of 10 days to load or unload in the first half of last year, more than double the wait recorded just one year earlier. And that's today's Ag Review. I'm Doug Falconer. It's your Agri Weather Forecast on the Voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin, or Devin at 352-1866. And Moose Jaw Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in, no appointment necessary, or visit moosejawtruckshop.com. Today, part, partly cloudy and hazy and a high of 30 degrees. Tonight, Partly cloudy, then becoming clear in the evening. Some haze. Winds from the southeast at 20 kilometers an hour near midnight, low 15. Tomorrow, sunny and hazy. Winds from the southeast at 20, increasing to 40 kilometers an hour 
and with gusts up to 60 kilometers an hour in the afternoon, high of 31, the low 14. Then the next two days, there's going to be a bit of a break from the heat. Thursday sunny, high of 21, the low 9. Friday sunny, high of 23, the low 11. Then it warms up again heading into the weekend. On Saturday, sunshine, high of 28, the low 15 degrees. Sunday, partly cloudy, high of 27, the low 13. And Monday, cloudy sky and a 60% chance of showers and high of 20 degrees. Normal highs for this period are at 23, normal lows are 9. The sun rose at 4.47 this morning, and the sun will set at 9.11 p.m. tonight. Taking a look around the province in Estevan and Weyburn, 28. Saskatoon and Swift Current, 27. Yorkton is at 26 degrees. The hot spot in the province is Lucky Lake at 29, and the cold spot is in Stony Rapids in the single digits at 9. In Regina, sunny sky, winds out of the south-southwest at 15 kilometers an hour, humidity at 35%, temperature 28 degrees, that's 83 Fahrenheit, barometric pressure at 101.0 and falling. In Moose Jaw, sunny, southwest wind at 19, temperature 28 degrees. Once again in Regina, sunshine, south-southwest wind at 15, temperature 28 degrees. Back in a moment. You're tuned to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today on The Voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers, where you're guaranteed the best buying and selling experience. McDougalAuction.com. And brought to you by Pattison Liquid Systems, experts in liquid fertilizer distribution. Fertilizer's just better when it's wetter. Pattison Liquid Systems, expect the best. Last month, Ford Motor Company reversed a decision to remove AM radio from its 2024 new fuel-burning vehicles. One of the reasons was pressure by U.S. politicians, including more than 100 who signed a letter outlining the importance of AM radio to listeners in rural areas. The National Association of Broadcasters made a presentation to the House Energy and Commerce Committee, which is examining the role AM radio serves in providing information on local news and emergency services. Jerry Chapman owns a network of 12 radio stations in Ohio and Indiana. He spoke about a new piece of U.S. legislation. A bipartisan bill has also been introduced, and like other safety requirements, the AM Radio for Every Vehicle Act would preserve AM radio in cars by requiring the Transportation Secretary to issue a rule under which motor vehicles would be required to include a device that can receive AM radio. Broadcasters, of course, support this legislation. Several automakers have already removed AM radio from its new lines of electric vehicles. The countdown continues to Canada's Farm Show. In case you missed it, it's going to be an action-packed, informative three days. First day, June 20th, is Collaboration Day. 21st is Innovation and Indigenous Peoples Day. And the 22nd is Education and Young Farmers Day. Collaboration Day will feature Do More Ag launching their brand new peer-to-peer support platform. Innovation and Indigenous Peoples Day will highlight 14 new innovations from Saskatchewan and all over the world, including Ukraine, as well as an ag talk with young entrepreneur Carson Green, a 14-year-old from Moss Bank, who publishes his own Everything Country magazine. 
Education and Young Farmers Day features former NHLer and mental health advocate Corey Hirsch, as well as a Launch Your Career in Ag event and Career Fair. Countdown Canada's Farm Show is brought to you by Zipperlock Building Company, built in hours to last a lifetime. See them in Raymore or call 1-888-692-5515. And brought to you by Farmtronics, your farm electronics specialist since 1977, serving you over 40 years. Call 1-800-667-8001 today for a free catalog. You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Ryan Young. This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And Arcola Building Supplies, small town lumber yard, big on service. ArcolaBuildingSupplies.com The grain, oilseed, and pulse markets remain volatile, even though spring seeding is basically done. Alan Johnston of Johnston's Grain Marketing Service in Wellman explains why he thinks that's still the case. Some things are stronger, some things are a little weaker. It's just all over the place. You've got grain you want to get moved before the new crop. You better get at it right now. Like trucking always gets to be an issue and space in these plants. And a lot of these plants close down for maintenance in the summertime. So we're getting right into the heat of that kind of action going on. So, But there's still lots of grain moving. As you see, if you get our Johnson's Daily, which you should, it's free. It shows you every trade we make every day. And there's been, you know, we've done lots of, uh, we've traded lots of barley into the feedlots in southern Alberta. Quite a bit fog farm, and you know, some feed wheat. Uh, there's interest right now in yellow peas, you know, 10, 10 and a quarter range somewhere in there picked up. Green peas are even stronger. They're, you know, they're probably up $13.5, $14, but all subject to freight and, and subject to sample to see the quality of the product. Canary seed, I traded some last week at $0.38, cents, and that thing just seems to bob around by a cent up or down on that level. Oats are still very soft. Uh, there's so many oats out there from last year. Um, just an incredible amount. I think we're going to have oats for a year from now, too. So flaxes, I'm just jumping through the products as I'm pop into my head here, Doug. Flax is trading around $14. Uh, lots of guys hanging on. We want 14 half, 15 but we don't have that in any of our buyers yet. But we're always working on flax. We move a lot of flax, especially when the markets get hot and we've got lots of different buyers. But right now, it's just kind of calm on that front. Traded some canola last week. I think uh, Carly got yeah, around 1540 It's all, again, subject to freight. Some of the elevators are not taking much, but uh, it's just been kind of a ups and down with that canola market. New crop on pretty well everything is available, like barley and wheat and peas and mustards. Speaking of mustards, it's probably around 80, 88 cents, give or take a cent or two on that. Brown mustard, uh, I don't know, it would be in probably 84, 85. Oriental, I don't know. It's hard to say. This market is so volatile. I won't even put a number on the Oriental. I don't know what it is today. Ooh, what else are we missing here? Uh, Eston lentils, probably around 50, 51 cents. Large number one layered uh, lentils, uh, 58, 59 cents. Uh, well, you know, if you have questions, just give us a call. There's, there's traders waiting for taking your answer. It takes us about 20 minutes, half an hour generally to check out the market with the commodity that you call on. So give us time. And if you can let us know what you're looking for, that sure helps us. Or if you can let us know what we're up against, that again helps us because we're working for you, the farmer, trying to find you the price you want. But 
it doesn't always work nowadays with the markets the way it is. Uh, we're so busy, very busy with chemical. And that uh, gopher poison that we got into, Doug, has just been incredible. It's just every day we're selling more gopher poison. So if you're having an issue with that, too, give us a call. Seeding is complete everywhere. And the crops are looking, in general, fairly good. There's, there will be some drought areas. There always is. But right now the crops are looking very good. In our area, they're, they're just going here like two or three inches a day. It's just phenomenal growth. Johnston doesn't put much stock in the latest World Agricultural Supply and Demand Estimate report released Friday by the U.S. Department of Agriculture. You know, these reports that come out of the U.S. and same as Stats Canada and all that, they do affect the market a little bit. But mostly, you know, USDA report, I always thought that was heavily political. Uh, Canadian Stats Canada report, I figure over my 35, six years of doing this, I just, I just feel that report is not accurate because people don't give them the right numbers. They don't give them the real true numbers and 90% of the time. Could be wrong on that, but I don't think so. So it just you just have to kind of follow the markets and again, that goes back to our trading page on the daily. It shows what traded. Like a, a bid is very generic, but a trade actually happened and we put that on there. So it's a, it's a pretty potent thing in a way and I'm not bragging about it because it's ours. It, it's just that I'm told that by grain sellers and grain buyers all over all over Canada, U.S., and around the world, they like that report because it, it lets them know what the heck's going on. He adds the man-made flooding in Ukraine and the subsequent Ukrainian counteroffensive are influencing the markets. Right now, the, uh, the Russians are backing off a bit. It's, this morning says the Ukraine has claimed to have captured a few more villages. So that war is non-ending. It's, uh, it's, it's a very on, onshore world right now, and it's it's uh, disheartening to see this is happening everywhere, you know. That's Alan Johnston from Johnston's Grain Marketing Service in Weltwin. Here's the market updates with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM. Market update is brought to you by Nelson GM and Assiniboia and Avonlea. Looking for the perfect vehicle? You'll find a match that exactly fits your agriculture lifestyle. Proudly serving southern Saskatchewan for over 60 years. Grain prices at Viterra were up in early trading today. Canola is up $7.90 at $6.90.32. Number one red spring wheat is up $0.73 cents at $3.64.24. The rest were unchanged. Durham $3.96.61. Feed barley $3.35.61. Chickpeas $10.36.17. Flax $5.41.98. Lentils $7.43.48. Oats 225.32, yellow peas 369.99, feed wheat 270.97. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, hard red spring wheat for July is up seven and a quarter cents at eight dollars twenty-one and a half cents a bushel. It's the livestock reports on the Voice of Saskatchewan, 6:20 CKRM. Livestock quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn Livestock 842-4574. Now, the livestock quotes. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of June 13th. Our last regular sale was on June 7th. D1 and D2 cows sold from $1.47 to $1.87. D3 cows sold from $1.20 to $1.45. Counter cows sold from $0.80 to $1.10. Hefret sold from $1.95 to $2.24. And good butcher bulls sold from $1.60 to $1.85. We had a few feeders at this sale. 
500 to 550 pound steers averaged $3.15 and sold it to $3.25. 600 to 650 pound heifers averaged $2.66 and sold it to $2.71. 650 to 700 pound heifers averaged $2.58 and sold it to $2.75. And 700 to 800 pound heifers averaged $2.34 and sold it to $2.81. This has been Stephanie Digg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets cattle and the prices too. Now the latest pork prices, they're at $203.42 per CKG. Coming up, the Resource Report. This is the Saskatchewan Resource Report on 620 CKRM. Here's Ryan Young. Now the Resource Report, brought to you by Farm Fresh Water. They'll make your well water wonderful and your dugout drinkable. Get your Farm Fresh Water today at farmfreshwater.ca. And Mazank Fuels, your local branded Petro-Canada wholesaler for over 40 years. Fill up the tank, call Mazank, 306-721-6667. According to data from the World Nuclear Association, Saskatchewan's uranium industry made Canada the second largest producer in the world in 2022. Canada was ranked third in 2021. Helping this ranking was the Cigar Lake Mine and McLean Lake Mill operating continuously last year, as well as the reopening of the MacArthur River Mine and Key Lake Mill. The Saskatchewan uranium industry employed 1,842 people in 2021. U.S. consumer prices cooled last month, rising 0.1% from April to May and extending the past year's steady easing of inflation. Measured year-over-year, inflation slowed to 4%. That's the lowest 12-month figure in over two years, and well below April's 4.9% annual rise. The pullback was driven by tumbling gas prices, a much smaller rise in grocery prices than in previous months, and less expensive furniture, airfares, and appliances. On the markets, the TSX is up 90 points at 20,012. The Dow is up 190 points to 34,256. Oil is up $2.34 at $69.46 per barrel, and the Canadian dollar is at 75.20 cents US. And that's the resource report. If you missed any segment of the show, tune in to the On Demand Saskatchewan Agriculture Today podcast, brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit GowanCanada.com to learn more. And that's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Ryan Young. Have a nice day. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide.